husband good morning everybody <laughs> today is sunday november 22nd 2020 and uh yo i was just thinking when that beat came in yo that shit still comes in like hard y'all shout out the kick beats yo yeah, he killed that. how kick beats doing man he's good all of these years has passed, and it still comes in hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sets the tone. It does. For it the does. show. It, it actually sets the tone. It just, because, it just defines us. Because like we, yeah, we come pretty hard, too. <laughs> I don't mean like that, you disgusting Pause. sex pervert. <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, you know, I can't complain. Hung I out woke a little. up this morning. Yeah, hung out a little last night. Oh, you know? that's not like you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the occasion? Oh, it was my. It was um it our was friend. My? It was it was our friend our friend A one's birthday. So happy uh, birthday A one. Yeah, we went to. I took Zach. We went to Brooklyn. How old did he turn? Uh, twenty nine again. Twenty nine oh, again. 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 Yeah, again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, we went to Brooklyn, and I'm really just as I mentioned to both of you guys before the show. I'm amazed. Any any restaurants in the city are still still in business. Wow, just amazing. They the, the restraints that they're under and. And it's just, it's very difficult. I don't know how any of them are still in business. Being a business person myself, just knowing how, you know, it costs the same amount of money to run your business regardless, right. you know, of how much you make. It's mm-hmm. just very, very difficult. But, you know, they have people in the street dining and, and all the bars have to be closed mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock. And it's about to get real. It's cold out. No, I'm talking about with the COVID and shit. Yeah, again. Yeah. Wave two. They said the second wave was coming. No one listened, you know. Right, right. And New York is pretty pretty masked up. I got to be honest with you. It's like locally in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, we have taken this pretty seriously, and it's still coming back. That's right. So these states where they aren't taking it seriously at all, the, the quote-unquote red states, mm. that even though they're blue, now have to be blue three or four times before anyone believes they're blue. Right. But, you know, the, the red states seem to be just, you know, it's their constitutional right to not have to wear a mask and mm. die, so... You never know. But that's all right. They're getting that vaccine ready for you, niggas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a doctor's appointment on... Um, you getting that vaccine? On Thursday, and he, he told me I should get the vaccine. The doctor told me that, so so we'll see. Are we'll you see. kidding me? He said I'm high risk. He said with my blood pressure and my, my age that, that I should really consider it. He I wonder knows. what's his kickback for that. Um, I don't know. I I happen to trust this guy, so I'll, I'll talk to him a little more about so it before the turn. I said I'm gonna speak to him again before I do it. I would. But you're considering. I would, I, I would consider um. Not being in the first batch of people who get it for sure. Oh, because I was about to say you get it right. Right. First. Right. And then let you know how it went. <laughs> and then when your ass start <laughs> doing the thriller dance. Well, you know. <laughs> 
We've we've had vaccines our whole life. I mean, we still have scars from some of them. So, uh, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Well, I mean, l- last couple of years they've been trying to push this flu vaccine on me. Yeah, I've never had a flu shot, but Pam got a flu shot. It was mandatory in the military. Yeah, yeah. And she used to get a she used to get a flu shot every year, and and she still wants to get it. Really? Every, usually every year. Yeah, I, I don't know if she still gets it or she doesn't. And she's okay. She's still well, okay. I mean, she's married to me. How okay can she's she be? She's definitely not okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but well, yeah. listen, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, it's about to come into some really serious times. I, I see it. I see it. Um, I was just talking to uh, my friend Catherine, and um, actually, she was about to make a very big purchase. Right. And. Uh, I'm glad that she chose not to make this uh, big purchase with this uh, salon because right. uh, it's not doesn't feel good right now. It it's, it's, doesn't feel good right now. You know, there's a, there's By another the way, saying. By the way, shout out to Narcisse Brooks. So there's, today, there's another saying. In, I'm sorry, Jay. Give me a second. Today, I'm compliments of uh, Narcisse Brooks. Yes. Again and again and again. I I, I still haven't got my wigs. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I end up getting no wigs whatsoever. Yeah, I gotta go to drippingbeauty.com. I was gonna go for I was gonna go for a bang. Bang. Yeah. The bang. Yeah, I was gonna go for the a bang. bang. But, but um, yeah. Go ahead. Sir. But 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 I um. As a business person, you always hear the slogan: "If it sounds too good to be true, it mm. usually is." Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of deals out there right now, which you really do have to be careful because right, you right. know people. Oh, you know, we'll give you the first four months rent for free, and then you right, can do this, and then do right, that. But, right. but the first four months is going to be zero. Exactly. So, you know, you exactly. get what you pay for. So you got to be careful right, right, out there. And I don't know. I don't know circumstances of Catherine Sting or anything. I, no, I, but just, well, I guess. I guess. Just I, overall and in general. I guess I said all of that to say that that was very yeah. smart on your part. Yeah, but it's it's um, too good to be true. It usually is. Just be patient. It's gonna it's gonna happen. So the biggest story of the week. Uh huh was Gucci and Jeezy versus Battle. That's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> That's the biggest story of the Did week. Did you see the post that I put up with Jeezy fans? Versus- yes. <laughs> it, it seemed pretty accurate. I saw a better one. I actually saw a better one that Needless said... Needless to say, I'm Team Jeezy. <laughs> yeah. I saw a better one that said um, that, that Jeezy makes songs for drug boys and Gucci Man makes songs for drug users. Oh. Oh, so okay. I thought that That's was actually interesting pretty interesting. <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, well, the Jeezy versus battle was on Thursday. I don't know. Do we need to go into what the versus battle is? Because if not, I don't really think you got the right show. <laughs> I, 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 I'm still, I'm still, I still have a problem with calling it a versus battle and not just calling it a versus. Okay, well. Oh, you know you, me you, from you the know, beginning. You said something to me earlier that was actually a good question. Uh-huh. You said... How do we determine who won? <laughs> and so they determine who wins pretty much by public opinion. Lame. You don't like that? It's fucking stupid. That, I that... Mean, uh, JF, I know that I know really how you feel about the versus battle, but let me just say this. In my opinion, I think the whole idea of it all especially when we was like knee deep in the fucking pandemic and everything i thought it was brilliant i agree with you i mean i really did because it's like it gives us you know our culture something to look forward to right right. as a group too and keep in mind when they first started nobody was getting no bag 
No. Now you're getting back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it makes it even more interesting. I, I don't know, though. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure RZA and Primo didn't do that shit for free. I'm pretty sure they didn't do that shit for free. I think they might have gotten some paper for that. Yeah, they probably did get paper, but maybe not like now. No. And which is which you know, is unfortunate. They got sponsors now. They got yeah. Apple. They got it like which is unfortunate because because they were actually the first ones that anybody watched. Right. They had one before that, didn't they? Didn't they have a Scott Storch and a yeah, um and yeah. a and a Manny Fresh? Yes, they did. And I don't know which one was before that. I think there were a couple before that, but that that Rizza and Primo one was the one everybody tuned into. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know. And then it got huge. But Thursday. Let me tell you something. Those views were serious, honey. 1.8 million viewers. 1.8 million viewers. Anyway, um, I know you didn't watch. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't 1.81. A lot of New York dudes was probably like, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have subtitles? Ah, oh, you're an ass. But I'm going to be honest. Um... I didn't know about 85% of the music that was being played. <laughs> Me and Ricky was going back and forth texting each other like, do you know this one? <laughs> that's nothing to be That's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't know what they're talking about. Nothing I sat to be there for of. two hours and I waited for uh, my president in black and it just never happened. It didn't happen. <laughs> it just didn't happen. But anyway, um, I do like Jeezy. Uh Maybe because I'm a little bit more familiar with this music. Right. Um, Jeezy signed a Def Jam. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, you know, we got a lot of, um, what do you call it? Radio play for Jeezy here. Um, but anyway, uh, I was somewhat familiar with these two artists past. And I don't know if you are familiar with their past. And... Basically, I was I really watched the verses. I'm gonna be honest to be nosy. Right. <laughs> and um I think one point five million of the people who tuned in probably watched it to be nosy. Well but but believe me, I think a lot of people too were just as confused as me about, you know, their past that they shared shared. So I'm gonna do my best to try to okay. uh help y'all out and give y'all a short version. So long story long, <laughs> like Kane says, <laughs> long story long. Um, all right. So both rappers are from Atlanta and about 15 to 20 years ago, they've had some rivalry. Jeezy put out a diss record about Gucci and at the end of the song, he said he got 10 racks for whoever take Gucci's chain. Now, he didn't say it in the song. Right. He said it talking. Ad lib. Correct. Afterwards. So sometime after, uh, Jeezy's man by the name of Pookie Lo mm -hmm. uh, broke into Gucci's home to rob him, I'm assuming, to get the chain for the 10 racks. Um... And Gucci killed him. Yes. During that time, Gucci was already on probation. And, uh, but I understand that after he killed him, him and I guess 
a couple of his friends buried the body. So it was a little bit, you know. Yeah. Shiesty. Correct. So self-defense, but also, yeah. Self-defense, but also, uh-oh, I done fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so ultimately, Gucci had to do three years for that. Uh, he got out as soon as he did because, like you said, it was self-defense. But during that bid, of course, the rivalry was still brewing. Um, Jeezy out here releasing music, gaining more street cred, and I can imagine that Gucci is probably sitting Face there. Face was cooking. Got, Honey. Grill was cooking. I'm a, I could imagine he was being tight because not for nothing, it was three years of his life that was just wasted you know what i mean um he came home looking amazing by the way a hundred pounds down a hundred a hundred pounds down i mean i don't know how you do that eating jail food but they said he was cloned i can't do this i'm not gonna do (laughs) some people say he was cloned he was actually cloned and that's not the real gucci uh so anyway the verses happened um very very tense energy and of course gucci brought up and bragged about killing Jeezy's man. Put him in the dirt, he said. Yes, he did. But Jeezy said, not in these words, but he said, when they go low, <laughs> right, <laughs> we go high. So Gucci said, uh, he gonna be smoking on Pookie Low tonight. So I guess that's the, you know, just for the people that doesn't know this, this type of slang here, right. it means that he'll be puffing on his ashes, right. which was, you know, some disrespectful jab that he... I would gets. say. Right. Um, Gucci said, I put that ass in the dirt. Yes. He also said that. Agitating. And Jeezy said, you know what? Let me, let me tell you what. When I extended this invite, I did it as a real man. It's been 15 years and you talk, still talking the same shit. I brought you here for the culture because we are the culture. And all these kids is doing what they do is because they was watching us. Now, listen, let me just say this though. For him to have come from what he has come from, to use that platform Mm -hmm. to extend an olive branch to somebody who has murdered your man. Mm -hmm. I thought was pretty profound. Um, And you know, I sat and I thought when he did that, could that have been me? You know, you put yourself in these situations sometime and I said, hmm. We were talking about something earlier that we're not going to get into on the show. But when somebody passes and how you act after the person passes, you kind of determine what your relationship was like with that person. Right. So it honestly made me wonder what kind of relationship that him and Pookie Loke had. Like, for example... Why would Pookie Loke break into Gucci Man's house to take a chain for 10 racks when Jeezy's your man? I don't know. It's just certain things that I just question. Is that your man? Or was that somebody who was an admirer of yours, a fan of yours? I mean, 
who am I to question? Well, but I, it, it just made me wonder, like, Jeezy had a lot of friends, right? Um, and friends, friends in quote, friends in quotes, because you know he was down, he was down with Big Meech, okay, deep. Um, he used to buy from Big Meech. He you might, to, you might need to tell the people who Big. Oh, Meech Big is. Meech was the head of the BMF, um, which is probably the, one of the biggest organized crime. You might black, want to tell people what BMF means. Black Mafia family. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Well, it actually meant it was it was Big Meech's initials, initials, but on the low, people. It was kind of like okay. BMF was Big Meech, uh, Florin. I, I think his last name's Florin or something. But it was that. Those were his initials, and and Black 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 Mafia family is what it turned into. Okay. But he and his brother, Southwest T, had the biggest Black crime syndicate probably ever. Mm-hmm. Um. Money wise now, I mean, you know, you had Frank Lucas back then, you had all those people and and but 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 the BMF was huge and he was in deep with them. He used to buy from them. He used to uh So you're saying this is them. a back backstory. Yes, black now Big Meech used to manage Jeezy. Okay. So he was down with that whole family, mm-hmm. that whole clique, that whole thing. Now now just to fast forward a little bit, they had a huge falling out, and I believe that the BMF came for me, came for Jeezy too. Okay. So that may have a little bit to do with, you know, I don't know if 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 Pookie came up with Jeezy from where he was from, right? Because he's from he's from a town south of of Atlanta. Pookie or Jeezy? Jeezy. Okay. I don't know if they came up together. Mm-hmm. If he was a friend in the BMF, did right, they right, really right, not, right. were they really not that close? Mm-hmm. Were they just BMF associates? BMF came after him, so mm-hmm. now his loyalty isn't. Like you said, we mm, don't really exactly know. Exactly, the relationship. Was it really right, right, his right. homie? Right, right. You know, there's certain, because there's certain people, if you kill him, me and you are never going to uh, be cool. That's right. That's right. And then I will say this, as far as Jesus is concerned, but as far as Gucci is concerned, I don't give a fuck who you are. You breaking my house. You fucking Absolutely. shot dead. And, and like you're saying, how do you how do you send your real partner? That's what I'm saying. Something shit? don't you send, right. uh, you send you send somebody who's a quote unquote soldier. You're supposed to be a boss. You're, you're Jeezy. You're not gonna send your main man to go get that shit. And then that's kind because if you do, that's kind of a pussy move. How are you gonna send your own peer? You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you go do that. Right, I'm gonna right, be here right, waiting. Right. Because first no, of all, my friend or my equal, you don't have to break in his no. house because you don't need 10 rats. No, and you said <laughs> You don't you, need that. You send a soldier there. And I, I have a feeling that, that Pookie Lo might have very well been one of the BMF soldiers mm. that he fell out with later. So the BMF really doesn't matter. But I'll mm. be honest with you. There's some people in the world, if you had a fist fight with my man, I'm still not fucking with you. Right. All these years right. later. Right. I remember when you fought my man on the street. Mm. Fuck you. I'm mm. not messing with you. You know, and it's like, it's like if you kill my real, my man, I'm not, I'm not sitting across Word. the verses. We, we gonna hold we that shit to that. Forever <laughs> and ever. So I'm not so To the so old sure. folks home. <laughs> so I'm not so sure that they were real, that that was I really. you. Or, or if or if Gucci just puffed it up like, oh, you sent this dude and I killed him, you know. But I'm not sure that that was really his man. I, I, I but but, but I, I don't you. know. All right. Well, anyway, Jeezy said, so they, these kids out here, they watching us. So basically, this, is, this whole thing is really just not about us. Right. This thing is about King Vaughn. It's about Nipsey Hussle. Right. It's about a Pop Smoke. It's about... M three, Mo three. Yeah, even 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 I know you don't like them. Triple X. I, I mean they they what really. Do you mean I don't like them. They did the him dirty. They did him as dirty as they've done anybody waiting for him outside of the car dealer. I don't know it, him. <laughs> I mean, but anyway, R.I.P. to all of them. Yeah, for sure. 
Anyway, um, and and, that, and even even people like Juice World with the drug use. I mean, obviously he wasn't murdered, but when you think about it, all these drug raps ain't helping anybody. No, it's not. You know, and and there's a lot of drug. There's a lot of drug talking Gucci and Gucci's raps about doing drugs. I was just honestly, I was proud of the culture at that point because, like I said, I know that that wasn't easy for him to do that. You know, when right. we walk around with this. You know, this chip on our shoulders and we tough. Everybody's tough nowadays, yeah. you know. And for him to take his ego aside and just say, at this particular moment, it's not about us. I well, he sunned Gucci twice. Huh? He sunned him there, in my opinion. And he sunned him when he was talking about his outfit. And he told him how much, how, how he much. Son, it, no, he didn't son Gucci. Gucci tried to son him when he, he tried, tried to, to. And then he spun it right back around on him. <clears throat> talking well, about, I own half Atlanta. Listen. Well, Gucci was the one who said, look at my opponent's outfit. My outfit is 10 racks, which 10 racks was also a jab. Right. Okay. Right, my right. outfit is 10 racks. Look at my opponent's outfit. Jeezy says, let's compare real estate. I own half of Atlanta. And then I got people in my DMs is talking about. Jeezy owns two properties in Atlanta. <laughs> How do they know? I mean, y'all are sickening. Y'all, all of y'all are sickening. That's funny. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, is that they did it for the culture. Um, the olive branch was extended. It was received, and you know, it was a W. I'm, I'm just happy that everything worked out in a positive way because i'm gonna tell you right now with all of those jabs going back and forth that shit could have turned real fucking left at any time yeah seriously and then after the battle they all went to the after party and you know what nobody got shot not a motherfucking basket <laughs> damn <laughs> do you think they patted i know we celebrating y'all but come on y'all do you think they patted people down before they, before they went into the verses? And what was up with the baby shower chairs? What? What the fuck was that about? Are they having a baby? Was, they, was that a reveal party or what? Is it a boy or a girl? Yo, only they sit in their fucking baby shower chairs. Only what the you, fuck yo. are we running here? <clears throat> did, you, did, what did they look like? They did. Yeah. I hope, they, I hope the baby's healthy. Listen, the COVID is real. I don't care what y'all saying, okay? Let's mask up when we out here. Y'all out here partying like this shit is just not happening. Y'all out here partying like the day before yesterday, two over 2,000 people yeah. didn't die in one day. Yeah. One day. All I'm saying is that, yo, don't forget about your mask and don't risk yourself getting the fucking COVID for some turkey. Yeah. Okay? It's not because, that deep. Because our demographic ain't too young. So if you're listening to our show, you're probably in the danger zone. 2,100 people died of COVID in one day, which yeah. is the single deadliest day in over six months. That's one day. And it's getting worse. Someone who's actually getting better, uh-huh. thank God, is Jeremiah. Singer Jeremiah. Damn, Jeremiah can't get no fucking claps. On November 14th, the 33-year-old Chicago singer was put in on a ventilator battling coronavirus. His real name is Jeremy Felton, and he was transferred to a regular room after spending a week in ICU. 
And I'm glad to hear that. He's doing good. He's doing Have you ever been in ICU? Me? Yeah. No. ICU's a shit. You know. ICU is what's up. I mean, I, that, that's like that's like going from county back Not to... Not when you're it, on a ventilator. That's like going from a state prison back to county. You get everything you want on fucking ICU. ICU is what's up. You got a private room. People can't come bother you. It's the greatest. You were in ICU? Yeah, yeah. May I ask for why? Um, I was there twice, actually. I know. I, I didn't ask you how many times. I said... <laughs> Well, the, the statute of, the statute of limitations hasn't run on Pam yet, so I can't tell anybody how I see you. No, one time was an ulcer. I was bleeding really bad. Oh, good Jesus! And the other time, I actually they thought I was having a heart attack, but it wasn't. And they had to take me to ICU because they did a uh, they do the stent. They look in, in your right, heart right, and they right, put right. it through your groin. Oh, right, right. And if you get an infection oh. and something that's going straight to your heart, mm-hmm. you're basically gonna die. Yeah, like like if they if they run a path to your heart and that gets infected, you're you're done. Right. Because the infection will run straight to your heart. So so I was in ICU twice for that. ICU's the shit. Oh, oh it's the best, man. It's the it's the best. Yo, if you want to go to the hospital, go to ICU. I'm telling you, it is the it is the country club of hospitals. It's the best, man. I actually thought you probably had a frying pan. Hit, uh, now, I, I'm not I'm not talking about those times. I've been. I've, <laughs> I've been to ICU. I've been to ICU two times where Pam can't go to jail for where I Oh my god, ICU. I yeah. can't. Anyway, I'm glad to hear that he's on the road to recovery. Um, also recovering. Uh huh. Is comedian slash actor Sinbad? Yes. Did you hear about this, sir? Yeah, I did actually. I was sad to hear that he recently had a stroke. Yes, he did. Hmm. I like Sinbad. I never did. Really? I never liked Sinbad until recently. Um. I saw a really funny routine he did about now I can relate, you know, to having grown kids in the house. Right. And, and and basically the routine went to the point of I love my kids. I really do. But they're 35 years old now. They got to get the hell out of my house. And he said, so. So what I do now is just come downstairs for breakfast every morning naked. Good night. <laughs> that would get him out. He said, every morning I come downstairs, I'm naked at the breakfast table. Not a stitch of clothes on. And those kids, they they seem to disappear pretty quickly. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I, I thought that was pretty good. The whole routine was like that. That was the best. But Sinbad, I was never a fan on a different world. I think world. his fan base is like really kind of like over 60. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but he was he was really not good in much. I mean, different world. It was... I liked him. He's <sighs> like a family kind of comedian. I like him. Yeah. Anyway, real name is David Adkins. Uh-huh. He's 64 years old. Um, and he's getting better after his family revealed um, on Monday. Good for him. he had the stroke. They put out a statement that says Sinbad is a light source of joy and love for many generations. The Adkins family thanks you in advance for the love and support and we ask for continued prayers for his healing we also ask that you respect our privacy at this time uh sinbad married his wife meredith fuller in 1985 wow did you notice know about let me, let me th- this is a, something interesting that i always thought i'd liked about sinbad they got married in 1985 they have two children together Seven years after they got married, they separated. Mm-hmm. When they separated, they both met different people and they married different people. Right. Neither relationships worked out. Right. And they got back together. You know. And they remarried. And they keep saying, I, I keep trying to tell people, 
Uh, two things in life that are it's cheaper to keep her. Good night, foe. That, that that's some important no, shit. No, I don't think this is the message for their story. No, I understand. I no, he they learned story. the hard way. They learned the hard way. That's I the think first this thing. It's like a real no, soulmate no, story. No, no such thing. Now, now, <laughs> now, now, the second thing, the second thing I want people oh to take from God. this one. One is cheaper to keep her. Number two, the second thing, your problems with your mate aren't your mate. Your problems with your mate are you. No matter how many problems you think you have with them, it's because of your dumb ass. You're speaking for yourself. Yeah, of course. Right. Of course. But that's for everyone. But that's for everyone. Man, I got to get rid of this woman. She don't want me to do that. Ba, 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 ba. No woman's going to want you to do that. No woman's going to want you to do that. So you might as well make it work with whoever you're with because you're going to have the same problems with the next person. And I think they both found that out and came back together. That's a very romantic story. It's, I mean, I thought it was. That's pretty cool. Was, how long were they apart? Seven years. Seven years. No, no, no. They got back together. Seven years after they married. Right. They, they divorced. Separated, both married other people. And then they rekindled their romance and remarried in 2002. Oh, wow. So that was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that 10 story. Years. That's 10 that, years. I love that story. 10 but years anyway, I'm apart. praying for Sinbad to uh, make a full recovery. Yeah, me too. Sad news. Yes. I know you walked in here and you said, thank God nobody died this week. Yeah, that was good news that nobody really, well, somebody Unfortunately, did. Unfortunately, somebody did die. This yeah. Um, singer Bobby Brown's son. Yes. Bobby Brown Jr. died in Los Angeles. <sighs> that made me sad. This is heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, it just makes me sad this is heartbreaking because i i'm Some very stories like you you don't even you, you don't know nothing about the person nothing i'm per i i am i'm very close to someone personally very very close to someone personally who's lost both of their children mm. and it's sad they were unspeakably sad actually mm -hmm. like the second mm -hmm. funeral was almost un it was unbearable right, right. um when you have a lot of kids I'm sure it still hurts, but the, you know, in, in my in, in the case of the person I know, it was both of his children, right. which was sad. It is sad. But but this has got to be just absolutely gut wrenching. It is. Um, poor Bobby Brown. Well, Wednesday night, he died at home. Uh, he was found, and they said that no foul play was suspected. Cause of death is still not known. He was only 28 years old. <sighs> this is tragic. Five years ago, Bobby Brown Sr. lost Bobby Christina. Yes. Was it five years already? It was five years at the age of 22, where she was found unresponsive face down in a bathtub. She was in a coma six months before her death. Her death remained sort of a mystery, although the autopsy showed that she had morphine, cocaine, alcohol, and prescription drugs in her body. The mystery of it all was the medical examiner couldn't determine whether she killed herself, whether someone killed her, or whether it was accidental. It was crazy to me that she was found on the third anniversary of her mother's death. That struck me. They said Bobby Brown Jr. wasn't feeling that well a couple of days before his death, and he had flu-like symptoms. And they also said he liked to party a lot. Terrible. Bobby Brown is 
and I'm talking about the senior, the singer, singer is going through mad grief right now. It's deep. Of course, we all know that he was married to the great Whitney Houston that died in 2012. Heart disease and cocaine. Right. Uh, three years later, the daughter's gone in 2015. Yeah. Bobby br- blamed <clears throat> her boyfriend right. at the time, which was Nick Gordon, for her death. And in January of this year, he died from heroin. That's yeah, too bad. <laughs> I wonder, you know, when I sit back and I look at this cycle, do you think that Bobby Brown takes the blame of any of this? No. Do you think he should? Um, perhaps. I, I think I think I think from the outside looking in, you have to really just factor in a lot of things. Bobby Brown never really grew up. Um, he was a child star, much like Todd Bridges and Gary Coleman, and and he was a child star as much as any of them, probably even worse, because what could really what could anything really matter to any of the new edition members? Did what, they ever? I, I mean, women were free, fame was free, clothes were free, life was free. Um, what their value system has to be completely skewed. It has to be. It's not their fault. It's really not their fault. But much like, much like professional athletes, professional athletes, even though they don't start getting paid until the, later in life, professional athletes are treated differently from the time they're, they're probably 15 years old. Because their skill level is way better than everybody else's, so they're always treated special. They're always they're they're always given a little more leeway. They're always treated a little differently. And can you imagine getting paid for that from the time you were fifteen years old? How old were they when Candy Girl came out? Yeah, but what's that got to do with drugs? It has everything to do with drugs. Um, there are no child stars who make it through unscathed. Well, Bobby's making it unscathed. Well, he went through a lot of shit and he's lucky to be alive. Everybody around him, everybody around him passed away from drugs. We don't know how his son died. We, we, we hope it wasn't anything that was unnatural. Um, but but everything around him, how how much they said it definitely wasn't COVID, though. They did say that. Sad. It's sad. I, I don't know. I don't know if you can really blame if you can blame Bobby Brown. No, um, I'm, I'm not saying blame. I just wanted to know if he, if you think that he might have self-blame. Oh, absolutely. Because they, uh, yeah, you never know. Anyway. Is he capable of blaming himself for anything? Or does Mm. he think, or does he think he's that perfect 15 year old that everybody's been, been fawning over his whole life? That's sad. He put out a statement. He said, please keep my family in your prayers at this time. Losing my son at this point of our lives has devastated my family. Terrible. There are no words to explain the pain. How many kids does he have? He's got a lot of kids. I don't know. He's got two new kids with this new woman, right? Oh, right. That's true. I forgot about it. He's got a lot of kids. He's got a lot of kids. Anyway, rest in peace to Bobby Brown Jr. Uh, 28, right? 28. It's fucking terrible. So have you watched uh, 
You've been watching TV or what? You, I yeah. told you to watch. Uh, Started watching it. You ain't finished yet. What the fuck, man? I I I I I I, yeah, I work, you know. Partying. Yeah. I went. I went. I went to go. I went yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah. I went to go see my friend on his birthday. I haven't been to Brooklyn since I, I DJ last. Wanted you to watch. I haven't been to Brooklyn since I DJ there last. We we've been watching the Queen's Gambit. So I almost all of it. I'm at the point where her. Right, um, right, right. We don't need to tell everybody. Oh. I'm <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm at the point. I'm at the point where there's a big difference in her life. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it's a, it's good. It is very good. We finished it. But that anyway. one, that one with that one with Kurt, Nicole Kidman is unbelievable. Oh yeah, we're kind of even. Right? I it's hate like, Nicole Kidman. You, Absolutely hate her. She's so horribly ugly. I can't stand her. But that show is great. She's ugly, man. You think Nicole Kidman's cute? That pale all, skin and the red hair. Ah, oh, the blue eyes. She looks like ah. Oh, <laughs> she's so ugly. First of all. I don't know if ugly is... She's ugly. I know she's skinny as hell. She <laughs> is ugly. <laughs> Why is she so damn thin? Yo, thin is the least oh of her troubles. Thin, anyway, she's the devil. She doesn't she bother has, me. She's oh, horrible. Oh. Red eyes. She's got, what the hell did Nicole she's got red him? hair, pasty skin, and, 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 and fucking those blue eyes. Ay, the vault. Are you done? All right, so... Ugh. There's a special that's on Netflix right now. And it's Kevin Hart's stand-up. Pass. I know that's right. <laughs> that dude's... Uh, uh, Honey, it's called Zero Fucks Given. Should be Zero Laughs Given. Mm. That's what it should be called. Because I laugh zero when that guy... And clearly, called. he has gave zero fucks in this new Netflix stand-up. Um, I got a lot of mixed feelings on this one. <laughs> So personally, I didn't. Oh wow. my god! Still or total? So he had seven children. He has five left. That's fucking terrible. It is terrible. All right. So we're talking about Bobby Brown. So anyway, um, I personally didn't watch Kevin Hart stand up because I'm not a Kevin Hart fan, fan right? Like that. Um, I'm sorry, but I, I just couldn't do it. Kevin Hart isn't funny to me anymore honestly i thought he was funny in the beginning he's okay in movies i thought he was funny in the beginning he's okay in movies his stand-up where he's left to his own device is not nearly as funny he's funny he's funny in the movie with ice cube um the the cop movie he's funny when rock when the rock is making fun of him he's, he's funny as just like a fall guy in movies right he's just he's his stand-up and his own creativity is not funny to me like Chappelle is just you can't even compare the two no please don't all right so anyway um after I was hearing about what I was hearing about this stand-up, I said, you know what? I'm good on Kevin. <laughs> like, I'm really good on him. In this special, Zero Fucks Given, he talks about the car crash he was in last year while he was cheating on his pregnant wife. Right. Um, and that whole scandal in 2017, he said in his stand-up, and I quote, ladies, you don't know how not to give a fuck. You're always searching for a fuck. Now, hold on, Kevin. <laughs> now, when you say ladies, who do you speak of, Kevin? Because you're not speaking of me or anybody from Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> no. Because we know and we specialize in not giving a fuck. Yes. 
I don't know. I thought that was a, a, a direct insult to his wife. Um, he's clearly, in my opinion, with the right one. I don't know too many. Well, I, you remember we, we actually watched that on the way to Connecticut. Wasn't it to Connecticut? We were on, yeah, we were on the way to New Haven. We watched his show and he just treated her like she was a seven-year-old. She sure did. You remember? This is why dudes do what they want to do. They do what they want to do because of an insecure female. That's the basically what it is. And I'm saying it just couldn't be me. I'm sorry. What about dudes who don't do anything? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like to the opposite spectrum. There, there, there's there, there's got to be guys that just get run over by one and two, no? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's two sides of the spectrum. But my thing is that what y'all ladies need to realize is that the most attractive feature in a woman right. is security. Just to be secure. That is very, very, it's a very attractive feature. If you're insecure, nobody cares. Like, nobody, like, I've seen girls that look at the bottom of my shoe, look like the bottom of my shoe, and always got a damn man. The bottom of your shoe? The bottom. That's what I'm saying. Be secure in in yourself. Um, It's just not about, it's not about what the clothes you wear or what you got, nothing. Just be secure. That's all. Um, he said, stop asking questions because we don't know the answers. I know some insecurities are brought on due to what men have done in the fa- past, and I'm guilty of it. But the, at the age 40, those feelings just go away. This is what he says. <sighs> Listen. If his wife want to be dumb <laughs> and sacrifice her self-respect for a lifestyle, that's on her. Because I noticed that a lot of these women is doing that. They just don't give a damn. Um, what had me tight out of his stand-up, and this is, of course, from what I'm hearing, because, again, I didn't see it, is that he called his 13-year-old daughter a hoe. Oh, my God. Everything ain't a joke, yo. He said that he she came home from school liking a boy named Matt. They became boyfriend and girlfriend. A few days later, she said she didn't like Matt no more. Now she likes a boy named Tim. A few days later, she was over Tim, and now she likes Rob. He said, and I quote, my daughter's a hoe. Hmm. This is whole shit. That's what he said. Whole activity right in front of my face. It's the, people are that desperate for a laugh. There's this there's an issue here. Um nobody liked four foot Kevin in school. Mm-hmm. So that his daughter likes these three boys when nobody liked him hurts his feelings. So he's lashing out at her. This thing's bothered me so bad that this beautiful, I don't know if you saw her, but she's a beautiful. She's pretty. She's a pretty little girl. We, we actually. 13 year old girl. That yeah. has, that, that just has crushes. She just has a crush. A crush. But nobody had a crush on four foot Kevin. That was, that was the problem. Kevin's self-esteem is horrible. And, and he's got, and plus, you know, he doesn't like the mother. 
So so he's got he's got to lash out at the daughter because he can't lash out at the mother. And she has a father, by the way, that has never displayed loyalty. No, never. To either of his marriages. He, either of his marriages. He, she could she could do that. She could do that drug commercial. Cheated you, on his pregnant wife. Listen now. She she could say to her, "Where did you learn how to be a hoe? You remember the drug commercial? Mm. I learned it from you." Right. <laughs> right. Well, yo, right. Kevin, you're a hoe. So, so you might want to blame the mother for it, but you were the hoe, remember? This child has a famous dad yes. in middle school uh huh, and is called a hoe in front of the world. Yeah, that should be great. That should be nice to go back to school. <laughs> that should be nice to go back to school. Your dad called you a hoe on his comedy special. But That's terrible. He would, he would actually have a problem if someone else called her that. Yeah. You know I had a feeling. I could be wrong in my feeling, but it's just uh, my feeling can't be wrong because it's a feeling. It's your feeling. It's my feeling. I feel like if his daughter wasn't dark skin, if his daughter was light skin, uh huh, paper bag. He would have said that. You think the paper bag test was at play? And that's just my feeling. You know, if his daughter was light skin, he'll be bragging about how right. all of these dudes is hollering at his right. daughter. I don't know. Just maybe me. But there's a lot to be said there for loyalty because honestly... White comics don't do that. No, never. <laughs> or, or black comics or black comics who want to... Or that respect their daughters. Right. Like, Because Lori Harvey's a hoe. <laughs> Lori Harvey's a hoe, but Steve Harvey's not going to go Thank on TV and say you. that. Thank Good example, sir. Steve Harvey, because Good she, example, I mean, she, she, and she, he, that ain't even his daughter. No, and that's not even his daughter. He, and she's, she's bouncing, she bouncing around like, right. like Dropping a Kardashian. Hot. Yeah. She From running this around. This one to this one to this one to, to this known one. hoes. And she is put on a pedestal. Yes, a pedestal. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. And that's really interesting. And, and I can't see any of anyone else calling their, I mean, Kevin Hart is just, look, Kevin Hart has a lot of issues. There's a Napoleonic uh, complex oh, no. there. There's, 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 I'm sure he was picked on as a kid. He never got girls. I mean, Kevin Hart is just, if he weren't funny, he would not be famous at all. I mean, what does he have? He has his sense of humor that, that, and, and he's been able to translate that into a nice career, but he's going to fuck it all up eventually. He's putting a lot of bad shit in the game for himself. The cheating and the lying and the, and the, and the jumping at, from one seat to another in a car crash. And all this bullshit mm. he's got going on, calling you. We call, ain't forgetting that. No, calling your kid, you know, calling your daughter a hoe. That's what called a bitch. Nah, but he was talking to the baby's mother there. He was talking to his ex-wife okay. there, and 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 that's not the way you do it. Listen, comedians, you can't. Everything is just not a go just for a laugh. Dude, when you're trying to compete with Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, mm. and even Cat Williams, right? Um. And you're not funny. Right. That's got to be terrible. <laughs> That's got to be terrible. It That's is. like you know trying to freestyle battle somebody. And you cool. can't rhyme. You, cool. you, what are you going to talk about? Russell Peters would never, never, <laughs> never. He would never. Anyway, we got to do better. Nicki Minaj is coming to TV. Did you hear about this, sir? No. She took to Twitter and on um, IG on Friday, and she said that she's doing a six-episode docu-series on HBO Max. About what? That's why she's been so secretive lately. Surgery? Stupid ass. Oh, what's it about? Would you relax? <laughs> this is being directed 
by Michael John Warren, who made his dictatorial. He's a dictator. He's a dictator. <laughs> He's made his directorial <laughs> debut with Jay Z's 2004 Fade to Black concert documentary. She announced that she's going to give a raw, unfiltered look at her personal life and professional journey. That's what it's about. I'm not doing nothing raw with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> She announced that she's going to give uh Oh no no no, excuse me, I'm sorry. She announced this coincidentally on the 10th anniversary of her Pink Friday debut. Right. Uh in 2010. The project went from number 1 on Billboard 200 and stayed there for 6 weeks, the longest Rain for any female rapper, and since then, she's even broke her own record. Listen, I'm here for that shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I watch it. Yeah, I know. I'm talking shit, but I watch it. I'm nosy. I'm talking shit, but I watch it. You're nosy. Um, Pink Friday was also nominated for Best Rap Album at the 2012 Grammys and won Favorite Hip Hop Album at the 2011 American Music Awards, which brings me to tonight yes is the american music awards 2020 and guess who's hosting it sir um i hope it's not tisha campbell with all my heart and soul i hope it's not her stop calling her tisha oh what's her name Tisha. oh <laughs> did you see that uh will smith reunion no, I, I don't even know great. what it's called. The I, Fresh Prince of. I heard uh, it was great. Are you interested? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll curious. watch it. I I just been. I've been. I've been kind of um focused on other things. You're doing nothing. No, not true. That's completely <laughs> doing and utterly untrue. I'm a busy person. What is on your to do TV list? I'm just curious. TV. Yeah. Are you, okay, you're gonna watch the Fresh Prince reunion. Yeah. And uh, what that's else? That's down on the list. Really? It's down on the list. What's yeah. before that? I gotta finish the Queen's Gambit. Okay. Um, I still haven't watched the, the season finale of, of Lovecraft. I just watched the last the, the um the John did you see the John Brown one? Did you watch the rest of that? Did you see the John Brown one? No. No? About the abolitionist? No. Oh, it's great. You gotta watch it. It's about- I did we didn't even finish watching about the, the cult. Oh, yo, that's good too. What There's about that? seven different shows on there. You know that you know that they sentenced that guy. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, they he's sentenced. In jail? Oh, he's in prison. Yeah, for yeah. You want to guess how many years he got? This would be fun. Well, tell Keith everybody Rene- what the Keith, name of it is. His name is Keith Ranieri. Um, he ran a cult where he was bu- he was branding girls. What's the name part, of the right? show? Oh, I forget. Are you dumb? I forget what the name is, but it's on HBO. It's about Nexus, Nexium. It's about Nexium, the uh, the cult. Do you remember the name of the it? The cult leader was found guilty of sex trafficking and a whole bunch of other stuff. Please guess how many years he got. Please, just, please guess. Life. No, it, no, no. It's years. Oh, okay. Twenty. One hundred and twenty-five years. You are lying. 
The judge gave him 120. You are lying. No, let me tell you, there's a lot of disrespect in the world. You guys That's gotta disrespectful, watch. man. 125 years to sit down on the bench. So he's not going to be eligible and, for And then parole? hit the gavel. No, 125 years, man. Yo, you did some foul shit if they gave you. If you're white and you got 125 years, imagine what you got if you're black. Imagine. Well, maybe 3,000 years? Maybe his women will take care of him. So, her, it's it's incredible. It's really an incredible story. Like, he was involved with two billionaires' daughters, mm-hmm. um, Bronfman from uh, Seagram's, the right. Seagram's Liquor Fortune. Mm-hmm. They got seven years each. The women? The women. Billionaire white women got seven years. Billionaire white women, 74 for months. women in. Seven years, dude. For a billionaire white woman. Can you please tell people what the name of this? Uh, it's the the something. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and the, so we're all. Wait, wait. Oh, it's, I'm thinking about it now. The oath, the loyal is something like that, right? But Keith Raniere, really just incredible stuff. Really, really incredible. 125 years. I got to say something before we talk about the AMAs, before I forget. Did you see what Lisa Ray said about Holly Berry? I did. <laughs> the, the vow, vow. That's what it yes was. thank you the thank vow. you okay. thank you thank you producer sir okay did you so, see what did lisa tell everybody what lisa ray said about lisa ray the queen holly berry <laughs> lisa ray I, i'm gonna i'm gonna just say this as if i were a um a, a, a talk show host on a network tv show okay lisa ray said <laughs> Holly Berry (laughs) cannot keep a male acquaintance because she's not that good in bed. Okay. And and, and I have a question. Yes. How would you know that, Lisa Ray? Uh, Word on the street. Word on the street. Word on the street. When you make a statement like that, don't you think that you should at least have maybe firsthand knowledge? Maybe she does. You never know. You know that Hollywood, they'll flip. Okay. And so let's just play devil advocate. Yes. And your man is who, Lisa? Good point. <laughs> Wait a minute. She said, now, now, now we're going to click back. We're going to click back to Lachey Show mode. She said that that woman can't keep a man because she has trash pussy. Mm, 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 My well, God. All I'm going to say is it could only be a valid statement. If? If you know that firsthand. And you have a man yourself? Thank you. <laughs> yo, but yo, but honestly, Holly Berry is too fucking fine and I have a man. There's something She has wrong. a man. Who? She can't keep one? She runs through men pretty fucking quick. She has a man right now. Who? A new guy. Yeah. But listen, she's got, I mean, I mean. Why listen. she can't do what she wants? If it was wow. a man, he, she could, he could screw anybody he wants to. And how many people? No, because we call them hoes too. Oh, we do. Let's not sleep now. We call them hoes too, Holly Shay. Berry's a pretty hoe. Gorgeous. <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous and aging even better. I mean, my God, she looks na- as good now as she did in the last Boy Scout. Jesus Christ, man. Holly Berry's. But yo, I don't I, know Lisa Ray about that one. Uh, and like you said, Lisa Ray is, is is she may be carrying around a uh, uh, some sanit some sanitation herself because look sanitation. Well, I, I didn't want to call it trash pussy. I got in trouble for saying that word too much last week. You can't week. say that. Who can't? 
You. Why? Because you need firsthand experience to say something like that. Yeah, I'm going to be quiet before I get divorced. Because <laughs> that, damn, that damn Holly Berry, that can't be true. Did you want to say something, sir? Dude, I really felt... Who? Yeah, that's what we said. We did. Lisa Amanda can't keep the man either. So... the bathroom. We said that. Damn. <laughs> but, but honestly, I heard that. Remember the, remember the pollution commercial with the Indian? When he was on the side of the road and the guy threw out the, the garbage no. and the Indian, the tear came down his eye. Good night, Do you remember that? That's how I heard. When they said about Holly Berry, I, look, the tear just rolled You don't believe eye. that. Listen, I keep telling you, don't believe everything you hear and don't believe okay. everything you read. But okay. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. She's been through, she's been through uh, I mean, they go they go through her kind of quick, man. That's right. I mean, Wesley Snipes cupped her ears. That was fucked up. Listen, it's all right. Let her, let her bone who she wants. Let her do, do what she wants. It's how Yo, that was kind of... Lisa Ray kind of went next level with that. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Well, anyway, we were talking about the AMAs tonight. Yeah, I don't know how I got them. <laughs> you just had to get that yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't want, I didn't want to forget. I meant to, talk about, it, I want, I meant to talk about it in pre-production. I forgot until we started talking. So. Are you going to watch, sir? The American Music Awards? Yes. Yo, my Sunday nights are like full of good quality entertainment. That has no room. No. It has no room for that. None. Um, you already know that I'll be pressing record. Yeah. I can't do this. What, can't. what do you think the, um, do we know anybody who's getting, who's nominated for American Music yes. Award? Well, September, just so you know, Taraji, she just turned 50 years old. Right. September 11th. Right. And I just want to say, Taraji looks amazing. She don't look that great. No, she looks amazing. No, nah, she's, she's been kind of thirsty. Ah, time out, time out. She's not eating solids. But she's been thirsting. She, she, her <laughs> thirst trap stuff's been a little too next level. She, she can't she keep a man either. She just went through a freaking huge breakup. She can't keep a man either. She can't keep a man either now that we're talking about chicks who can't keep a man. Listen, when you talk about... I like Taraji. T- time out. I like Taraji, but when she's really putting herself out When you talk about can't keep a there. man, why yeah. do you immediately blame the woman? Why do you just... How do you not know that the woman is not saying... Let me tell you something, my nigga. I'm not settling for what you're you, trying to offer. I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to tell you why. Go. Rich. She's a rich woman. Okay. Who looks good. Right. Who's not staying? They're going to do whatever they have to do to stay. Unless shit is really terrible. Yo, a man's going to change for Taraji Henson. Don't kid yourself. Especially somebody who doesn't have anything. Well, he has something. Who? Not like Taraji. Her, well, she was the ex, uh, her fiance was the ex, what was it, NFL player. The ex-NFL player. No, no, no. How much no, 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 make no, 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 no. He's Zero. not ex. He's not ex. Calvin Hayden. I don't, I don't I never heard of him. Shut up, fool. <laughs> but anyway, it's coming on 8, eight o'clock tonight. Right. I'm going to press record because yeah, you know I, I can't know. do that. Um, this year, they're going to have Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, Post Malone, Roddy Rich. Yeah. And The Weeknd. They're all, all of them are running for, uh, to win the Artist of the Year. You ever award. see Clockwork Orange? Who? It's a movie where, where they, 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 they caught these guys who were like a band of rapists. And, and as part of the, it's really just a crazy movie. Stanley Kubrick, it's really next level crazy. It's just, and they take the guy and they make him watch violence and they hold his eyes open like this. <laughs> He's going to sit there and watch it. <laughs> so if you did that to me, I wouldn't watch this fucking show. I'd cut my eyelids so they could fall back down to cover my eyes from watching that, that list of people you just said. Well, listen, I don't know who's going to win the award of the year. I just hope that it's just not Taylor Swift. Anybody but Taylor Swift. I'm happy for Taraji. 
I thought this was a big opportunity for her. Yeah. It's a big move in her career. I mean, uh, listen, and going through a breakup, a public breakup like this can't be easy. I'm not sure Taraji's qualified for this position. Why? She's, I we'll think see. She's when, a, we'll I think see. she's a pretty decent comedic actress. I think she'll keep us she entertained. She doesn't do funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, yes. What's the last funny movie she did? It's not a funny movie thing. She's just funny. Mm. You're such a I hater. like Taraji a lot. I don't think that she fits well in there. Tiffany Haddish, I would say, would probably do a better job. No, we've sound, we saw that already. We weren't happy with it. You don't remember? Yeah, I know. She hosted something. I forget what it was. Anyway. What an attitude do you have? Yeah, well. What an attitude. <laughs> She's supposed to be doing like eight to ten outfit changes. <laughs> eight to ten outfit changes? Oh, my God. Are we coming back next week, or are you trying to use Thanksgiving as an excuse for a, a day off? No, it's we'll do we'll do a show. Are you sure? Yeah, for sure, no problem. Don't change your mind. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. You ask me on air, what am I gonna say? I don't want to do a show, and I'm gonna get blamed for it. We'll do the show. You sabotage me, but that's all right. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just fucking. We'll do the show. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. And listen, yo, not for not for nothing. Don't sacrifice your health for some fucking turkey. Yo. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And and everybody and, have a good safe holiday. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.